uh, some of my fish die, and I, I was like, oh, my God, my son's crying. Every time a fish dies, he draws a picture and puts it on his wall. Oh, his God. wall looks like freaking Schindler's List. It's not good. It's not good. Wow. Dude. Yeah, fish. Yeah, these are t- yeah, it's not good, dude. Schindler's fish. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be the name of my next special. Schindler's fish. Schindler's fish. And record it in your son's room. Yeah, in black and white. He's hiding under the blanket. <laughs> when does the funny stop, Patty? <laughs> and you're like, shut up. You're riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Harland Williams. Look at that! I think we're I think we're up and rolling, guy. Are we're live? We're I'm, we're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the first zombie podcast if we're dead. Huge numbers. Huge numbers. We might beat Rogan if we're two zombies. Oh wow! Yeah, man. Beat Rogan. Have you ever been in a fight with Rogan? Like a fist fight? Physically? Yeah. No, never. Who would win? Uh him. Really? He has so much. Yeah, he, has, he his mental. Is so he's so strong minded. You'd, you'd have to shoot him. He's a shaved baby gorilla, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, like he's, his arms are longer than mine. We're both black belts in jiu-jitsu. He has that mean wheel kick. I don't. I don't want any problems. You know, he's a shaved he's baby a, gorilla. Yeah, that's what he looks like. I don't want any problems with that guy, man. And then verbally, he'll just ruin your life. So it's like there's no win there because you beat him up, and then he gives a play-by-play on the, his next podcast to his ten gigillion followers, just making fun Hold of you. On. I can't get past <laughs> baby bald gorilla. What'd you say? I want to see a National Geographic special on that. Have you ever seen those chimps? <laughs> Which one? That are the, hairless? The Rogan tribe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, what? They're Italian, too. <laughs> <laughs> a hairless Italian? No. That yeah. that I don't believe. Yeah, they know jiu-jitsu. Wait, there's a, there's a tribe of a pack of bald <laughs> chimps? Where? Yeah, dude. Where Look are it, they? <laughs> Look it up, man. They're jacked. They're jacked. I think they're like albino. <laughs> I could be making this up. No, but I'm pretty sure they're not Italian. You sure it's not Casper and his little buddies up at the haunted house? Maybe I'm just crazy, man. Imagine if chimps had various hairstyles. Like there was a pack of chimps with like afros, a a pack of chimps with straight blonde hair. Jerry curled. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Someone's going to make that meme. Oh, God. Well, um, great to have you here, but I'm going to hit the... uh, Theme music. Yeah. Ario Speedwagon. Oh. You like them? I like them. Yeah. You ever make out with a chick to Ario Speedwagon? Who no, hasn't? No. Never? A dude. Wait, what? No, I'm just oh, kidding. Hold on. No, no, I want you to stop. Oh, okay, okay. No, never. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, no, I'm not upset you made out with a dude, but not to Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> At least do it to uh, Kenny Loggins or something. Kenny G, maybe. Kenny G. Oh, Kenny G spot. Kenny oh. G spot is right. Uh, well, Brendan, thanks for being here, man. Of course, Holy man. Thanks shit. for having me. Right here on the Harlan Highway podcast. So the list of stuff you do, I don't even know where to start. Comedian. Yeah. Podcast like Guru. And the thing that I got to be honest, fascinates me more than anything is is your history in fighting. Really? The UFC stuff. I find that men nowadays aren't quite as like 
Manly. Yeah, they're not like like there's manly men out there, but I think a lot of the manly men are afraid to be manly, and there's a lot of men that are kind of erased not to be manly. Which isn't good. We're headed down a, 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 a dark road. Yeah, because, you know, going back to what you are saying, like chimps, we're, we're primal as well. We're tribal. And it's like when you kind of weed out that kind of primal aggression, where does it leave us? Starbucks? Starbucks and mass shootings? Yeah. You know, they, they have, right. you have these young males with all this aggression. They're lost and they, they feel like they don't fit in. But it's like, uh, you know, right now it's an attack on like that alpha kind of male mentality. Yeah. They're out there. They're still crushing. They're still leading yeah. the world. But as far as online and the way Hollywood works, yeah. it's frowned upon. It's really weird because no one goes the other way and kind of puts down women who are super feminine, like supermodels or beautiful women, like... We still like pray. Oh my God, she's oh, gorgeous. Like IG thoughts, are like yes, yeah. queen, get it. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's dicey. But 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 why why are they trying to squash the masculinity and emasculate the man? People hate a winner. Really? That's you know, it's like those those guys who are have, do have those genetics and have that mentality. It's like yeah. they go pretty far. Yeah. So as soon as they can turn the table on them and try to suppress it, they're doing it. Like, look, look at Andrew Tate. I don't agree with everything he says. Yeah. You know, he said some pretty gnarly stuff, which I don't agree with. But his overall message about, you know, young boys and, you know, working out and a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And kind of those old school values. There's something to it. He's a little yeah. extreme. You probably could have delivered a different way. But look look what's happening to him. He's in prison right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And, and, and his... Also, get out of Romania. Quick yeah, Romania. Right. Yeah, you know what's weird? Because you, you watch his things and he, he kind of bashes the U.S. and talks about how great Romania is. But whenever you're in another world country, it's it's always, you never know what you're getting. You at don't least, play by the same set of rules. Yeah. yeah. At, at least if he was here in the States and they put him in jail, he would have been out like on bail yeah, or something. 100%. But right now he's out there and, you know, God bless him. Hopefully he figures yeah. it out. And whether he says stuff that... You know, who's to say if someone says someone the wrong way or the right way? Like, just let him say what he wants to say. Let the feminists say what they want to say. Let the Greenpeace guys, like, Agree. quit saying I don't like the way you said it. Like, and if, then if you if I don't like what you said, I'm going to not only suppress it, but take your livelihood away. Yeah. That's where it gets dicey. That's hard. Not dicey. It's horrible. But think, yeah. think about with, with Elon buying Twitter, right? He's, yeah. He's trying to get rid of all that kind of, uh, you know, the the... The silencing of certain people, yeah, because he's like I, left or right. I want everyone to have a voice. Well, you know what? And they've I've, turned him into this, you know, Hitler character now. Yeah, he's just this crazy. Well, man. they're trying. They're but trying. They're, 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 he, he's like so above the fray because he's not just a voice. He's also like a genius. He's also perpetuating the human race to new planets and yeah. and you know new environmental levels and technology and it's, and it's like hard. he's far right and he's like no I, I don't think I've ever voted for a Republican what do you guys talk but they're trying to the propaganda is yeah. trying to paint him that way but it's, it's not working man people the gig is up on that stuff yeah I, th I think here's what I like I like to know, I want to let people say what they want to say because then I know what they're about and who they are. Agree. And I can agree with them or disagree with them, but don't try to silence a liberal. Don't try to silence a conservative. No. I, I want to hear what they have to say, and if they say something bad or racy or whatever, then I go, okay, I know who that is. But now we're on like these teams. It's like these teams. So let's say yeah. I came here, and you, you and I are friends, and let's say yeah. I came here, and you're like this super woke, whatever, you know, far left, which I'm not. Yeah. All good. 
Yeah. I don't care, dude. Yeah, I'm the it's same like, way. To me, it's Yankees and uh, the Yankees and Red Sox. Okay, yeah. you like the Red Sox. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and Doesn't mean we can't be friends. Yeah, and there, there, there used to be nothing wrong with a robust debate. Yes. Or or a conversation that, that, you know, where people weren't on the same playing field, but you walked away and you went to Arby's after. Yeah, and, man, have some know, curly fries. Have some curly fries, we bro. We got the meat. We hate each other, but let's have some curly fries. Curly fries and yeah. a cheese roast beef sandwich? Yeah. That's a nice night. But, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like, like you know, the, the men nowadays, it's like, you're right. It's kind of like they squish them down and maybe too many men wearing sweaters. And well, think what the Internet's about because now everybody has a voice. So you have these guys who maybe the, weren't the most popular in high school or something. They have all this hatred whether yeah. it's towards women or alpha males. Yeah. And now they have a voice. But not only do they have a voice, but now they have a place where they can all meet around the world, whether it's yeah. on a forum or it's on social media. So they're like, we're all like-minded. Let's go for that guy, whoever it is. Yeah. So you have these, you know, these these kids that they maybe lost their way, you know, going down life and didn't work out for them. So they have yeah. all this resentment. But now they have a group where they have one common thing where they hate this idea or this person or yeah. this car or whoever it is. You know, it's interesting that you said a voice because that just triggered something in me that, you know, you know, up until about five, six years ago before social media, it was hard to just have a voice suddenly overnight. You could have a voice with a tweet. Yep. And maybe that's what's missing in the whole voice thing is people don't realize the, the power of that voice or the implications of that voice. And if they say something, it's like, think about what you say and don't just blurt stuff out because everything has ramifications. Everything affects everyone else. So but there's that where just don't blurt things out. But, like, yeah. you know, we're shooting from the hip right now, and I do a million podcasts. Or yeah. if I'm on Rogan, we're drinking and doing other stuff. So, man, I might make some mistakes. I yeah. shouldn't be silenced or no. voted off the island. Like, no. people make mistakes, dude, you know? Mistakes are beautiful. Yeah. You know, a lot of mistakes led to great things like mm -hmm. penicillin yep. was sort of a mistake mm -hmm. the guy who f uh, tracked the uh the human uh chromosome that was sort of a mistake there's yeah. all kinds of mistakes we, we we have to have mistakes we, yeah i don't know where society how we've gotten to where we're just no mistakes yeah so it's like okay if you're gonna play the game then you people are trying to cancel whoever it is for yeah. what they said you're perfect yeah no you probably don't have a platform where you have to talk all the time yeah, everyone's so woke. I did a knock-knock joke the other day, and uh, some lady said, hey, homeless people don't have doors. That's offensive. I'm like, wow, okay. okay. <laughs> Guess I'll store that one. But you you remember that movie, obviously, The Fight Club, you know? Oh, yeah. Where it's, Brad it's, Pitt? Yeah, and it's, it's like, I, I feel like most modern men have never, and that's why I say I'm fascinated with you a bit, because you, you've felt a punch, you've given a punch, you, you've been in battle with another human being. But I think a lot of modern men, I would, I would bet like 80%, maybe 90, have never even been in a fist fight or... Probably higher than that, yeah. You think so? I mean, fist fight as far as maybe on the playground, if you want to go 90%, but yeah. as far as... Like a legit fight? Yeah. yeah I, I bet you're somewhere in the 95% having been yeah. punched, punched in the face. Yeah. And I'm not knocking men. Like, I'm not saying, oh, you're less than a man or, or you're effeminate or anything like that. But I guess what I'm saying in the modern world we live in, it's kind of a primal experience that a lot of men can't relate to or don't know. And, and, and I guess psychologically, I wonder if that's what's knocked a lot of the manliness out of men or women maybe sense that men haven't kind of 
done battle and and it's it's a weakness to them and they, that, that, they can push them down the way you said earlier that's yeah, a good point but that's why you know i was an advocate for you know back in the day you'd have to go in the military whether we're in right. war or not just to learn kind of you know those kind of tough lessons because yeah. now unless unless your kid's in a sport whether it's wrestling football or something like that they're not learning like real hardcore yeah. mental toughness life lessons yeah you know, might get a little ct but whatever what's ct country is that country, country. trauma country. corporate yeah, i don't know what is FCT? CT? It's when uh, it's brain trauma. When you get accumulate so much brain trauma, your brain starts to it's like mashed potatoes. It's what called do, CT. Yeah, me and I, Biden have it. You and Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> you could be his vice president on the next you, run. You don't want that. You think he fumbles words? Oh wow. Yeah. Do, do, is, do you have CT for real? No, a lot of my buddies do. Like they came up with fighting, and a lot of guys that fought uh, before me have it bad. And then football players get it right. That movie concussion. Oh, so is that what it means? Concussion trauma? Is that yeah, it's like a lo- It's a long thing, but they just call oh, it CT. Wow. But it's basically, you know, uh, you get so many concussions, eventually, you know, it gets dicey. It's also a state, isn't it? Connecticut. That's right. Wow, I've got Connecticut. I used to have Illinois, but I've done Illinois. Now I think I'm a little bit close to having uh, some Maryland. <laughs> some Maryland. I don't know, um, but um, you know. You have this skill set, right? Like, how many years were you in the, in the MMA? Probably 10 years total. Wow. Been doing jiu-jitsu for 15 years. Really? Yeah. And because I can't. I mean, I played hockey. I've smashed around. I, I like getting physical. Hockey's I played hockey my whole sport. life. Tough, tough sport. But when you walk around in the public, like, let's say you're at a bar, you're at a crowd scenario or at a concert or something, and you see some guys starting to act out or getting drunk or unruly is there a little button in your head that goes i I could handle this if i needed to yeah i try to i try avoiding it at all costs but yeah you don't want to engage i don't want it but there is a a a sense of almost safety where i'm like yeah if things do happen (laughs) to go twerk off i feel like i could figure the situation out like i was on a plane there's this unruly passenger oh here we go and the 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 flight attendant goes hey um so if he keeps going are you cool could we ask you for help and i was like sure if if it gets like (laughs) stage five red terror level here i'll help you guys out but hopefully i don't have to do anything what what does that look like okay you got big drunk guy on delta flight 907 to dallas get peanuts or something like that yeah yeah, man that he didn't get you what does that look like? The, the the stewardess or the flight attendant goes, okay, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like, right, right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, okay. You're, no, you're right. I'm right in the middle of watching Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> yeah. Can we do it when the movie's over? Yeah. What does it look like when you get up and you have to deal with a guy? What What's the take us yeah, through I go it. through it in my head. I guess because yeah. you, you don't want to, don't, A, I don't want to get hurt. B, I don't want to hurt them where they're going to sue me. So yeah. I would probably uh, wrestle them to the ground and wrestle them into the seat and then choke them unconscious. <laughs> and, then, and then they just <laughs> duct tape them, you know? He wakes up to duct tape. And I put them on my Instagram live. I'm like, what's up? And, and then hopefully you get I get a, a free flight out of then it. Then you get a sponsorship deal with Scotch brand duct tape. <laughs> yeah. But what I love is just how casually you said, yeah, I just choke them out, make them unconscious. No, I don't want That's the thing, though. It's like, don't get it wrong. Like, yeah, I'm an alpha male technically. Yeah. But I'm more of a, if you've ever seen that movie Shark's Tale, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a great white, but I, inside I'm a dolphin. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't want, I'm not like super aggressive or anything like that. Wow. No. Can I ask you a question? Eight inches. Wait, what? 
Go no. ahead. What? <laughs> You're a dolphin. Yeah. You know, I lost my dolphin. I lost my dolphin. Yeah. The answer's eight inches. Eight inches. You had the first time, man. But no, what I'm saying is the, the casualness of like just that you have that in your toolbox to say, oh, I could go and just choke that guy out and make him unconscious. And you didn't even blink. It wasn't something you had to think about. No. It's in you. But what I'm saying is the rest of the men, if you ask them that, they'd be like, uh, I guess I'd get up and uh, maybe I'd I'd get the dinner tray and hit him, or or I'd get, take my belt off and back, 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 peanut man, back, you know, back. you know. But isn't that should be alarming? If you, if you bring other guests in this and you ask them and they're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. I guess I'll just sit there and tear. Like, right. hey, man, you should probably do something about that. That's what I mean. Now, I'm not saying you need to go, you know, fight grown men in a steel cage in, in an octagon yeah. in your underwear like I did. But yeah. you should at least equip yourself where if things get dicey, you can protect your family. I know. But that's what I that's what I love about you and guys like you. Like, you just, you you have that silent confidence in you. Like, I feel like I could rumble it up, but I'm not a skilled fighter. Yeah. It's like I'm a guy that would hockey felt like swing and yeah. trip, but, and that's not going to work his against. Pull blazer over, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hockey Pull his blazer, his, his Merrill Lynch blazer <laughs> yeah. over his head yeah. and smack him with his <laughs> isosceles triangle. Yeah. But, but you got that silent confidence. That, that's something I bet every guy wishes they had. So that, I'm just, that's a compliment. That's cool. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah. yeah lo- but I think, too, the confidence comes from because, Whoever that unruly passenger is, yeah, I've definitely been in worse situations in combat sports than whatever this guy's gonna bring. Yeah, that's this guy right. Hammered off of you know yeah. peanuts. I should be able to. You should. And and the other thing is too, you're familiar with what it feels like. A lot of going back to men not being in physical altercations. A lot of guys don't know what it feels like to even yeah. get hit in the face. Yeah. But that you you could probably hit it and go, okay, that was nothing. Yeah. Boom. You know. And hopefully I have the skill set where he doesn't land a punch. Because if, exactly. if the hammered guy in you know, Spirit Airlines lands a punch, then yeah. I'm in trouble. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah you yeah. are in trouble. <laughs> that, that could be a national TMZ like, disgrace. I got, yeah. I got this. Yeah. He whoops my ass. Yeah. I yeah. come back. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else want to give it a go? Throw <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? Oh, my God. Um, but what's the, so, so let's say the guy's standing there, what's sort of the physical move? You kind of distract them and then come in behind to get that choke hold? I or? would probably see the, how, uh, aggressive he is. Like yeah. if he's coming at me, then it makes it easier. But then if he's just like, oh, I'm cool, man. And you know, you can talk first. I'd verbally try to talk him out of it. Yeah. Like, what would I don't that sound do like? Either, man. What would that real calm voice? Like, have you ever had an altercation with a cop or been with a cop? Yeah. Yeah. Every, they're not like shouting, like right. the real Very. control. Cool. Like, Hey oh, man, what are that's we doing? even scarier. Real scary. What would that, you say? I'd say, listen, man, I'm upset, too. I had boarding group D. I get it. It's frustrating, man. My luggage is all the way back there. I'm all the way up here. It's not cool. And we're on Southwest, so clearly life isn't going great for either of us. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. And when we get off, if you want to storm Erwan or whatever you want to do, I'm in. Let's not do this here. Then hopefully it works. Hey, everybody. Check out my merchandise at harbling.com. Yeah, most people just slap some letters or images on a t-shirt or a hoodie, but not me. Yours truly. Guess what? I draw my own designs at harbling.com. You can see tons of my hand-drawn t-shirts 
Uh, you can either buy the original or you can buy a print. And uh, man, oh man, wear them loud and proud. Um, I love making these designs for you guys and uh, keeping it personal. So check out the whole uh, catalog. We got hoodies, we got coffee mugs, we got uh, t-shirts, you name it. It's there at harbling.com. Get your uh, Harland original design, wearable art at harbling.com today. And uh, thank you for your support. And I'll just keep the, uh, the groovy images coming. So let's say he doesn't recognize that you who you who you are. Yeah. He's not intimidated. Do you have a go-to line that where you kind of say, "Hey, guy"? Like, I'll give you an example. My cousin was with an MMA guy. I don't remember his name, but they're in a bar. Like and legit f- MMA guy? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if he was a name guy okay. or he was a ring fighter. Okay, but he basically he was at a bar with my cousin. They got in the, some big drunk guy knocked one of their girlfriends, spilled the drink. The MMA guy said, "Hey." apologize and get the lady a new drink please he was very cordial yeah. and the guy said hey fuck you fuck off all this and, the, and my cousin said he just said hey we're gonna go outside and i'm gonna break your knee here <laughs> and here now you're gonna get like he was so calm yeah. about it that he just went and bought and it, i always love yeah, that yeah. story so i wondered if you had like a line that was just sort of like hey dude this is what you're, you're up against. I was probably like, please don't make me do this. <laughs> okay. Please, I don't want to do this. Kind of like don't the Hulk. Yeah, please don't make me do this. Mr. McGee, don't yeah. make me angry. Please don't. Yeah. You wouldn't like me when I'm you, angry. Please don't do this, man. Oh, damn. I'm trying to get back to my seventh Charles Manson book out there that I've read. Please be cool, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. What's the hardest in, in your whole career in fighting? Was there a standout punch or oh, kick yeah. that you took that was the one the one that just you remembered it through all the others there's probably two the the first one i remember yeah. the best is that my first loss i ever had it was on the worst worst time to have a loss it was the ultimate fighter finale in las vegas at uh, the palms casino yeah and um uh I'm, i was doing well against guy roy nelson he had like 30 fights at four at the time but we both, oh, wow. we both won a tournament off the Ultimate Fighter to yeah, fight yeah. each other. So we both got contracts in the UFC. Yeah. But to become the champion, you, we had to fight each other. So it was one versus two. Okay. So yeah. I remember I was doing really well against him. And he even took me down, which was his thing. And I stood up. And I'm like, I'm going to beat the hell out of this guy. And he's yeah. a big dude. And then he landed a right hand flush. And it was the first time I've been actually hit in a fight, like really, really hit like that. Yeah. I just remember my whole face was warm. I remember thinking can't take too many of those dude <laughs> yeah like, let's not do that again yeah and then sure enough he timed it where i threw a jab and came right over and hit it again boom knocked me out the same side same side same oh, punch yeah and he's quick he, he looks you know he looks he's really thick thick with the yeah. forces and just landed the perfect punch and first time i was knocked down i just remember like what the heck because you don't know what's going yeah. on you have no idea when you go to black when you get knocked out is it just vacant in there? Because I'm I'm a fainter. When I lose blood, like if they take blood from me or something, I faint. And I've found that when I faint, when I go out like that, I go into a deep dream state immediately. Like, like as if I've been sleeping for nine hours, I dream really intense. When you get hit and go to black, is it just black? No dream, you... just black, and then you come to, because you're not out that long. If yeah. you're out a certain you know amount of time, you're in real trouble. You're talking about you know, yeah, yeah. death. But... You you just you wake up and you're like wait what it's over I just remember being oh, like okay. oh, it's over oh no and wow. then you're like oh I lost so, and then that's the thing in fighting is 
like in comedy, let's say we both have sets tonight at the comedy store. If I bomb, it, man, it sucks. It, it yeah. hurts. It sucks. But I can go across to the improv and redeem myself or laugh at your ice house. Yeah. Man, 20 minutes later. Yeah, I'm, you're okay. You're yeah. fighting. The, the peaks and the, the peaks and valleys, are there's no middle ground. It, wow. you're, you're, you win, you're on top of the world, yeah. you feel like Superman, and the low is Nothing. you feel like the biggest loser in the world. So it's just a straight cut to black. When cut you to get, black, it, wake up, gone. and you're like, what happened? Wow. And I have to tell you, like, oh, my God. Okay, and what was the second one? You said there was two. second one, I was in Brazil. And, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I was fighting Did this you guy. get hit in the Brazilian? Oh, man. man. Those hurt. Yeah. Because you've Bra- just Bra- been shaved. Brazilian yeah. butt lift, man. They got me good. Wow. Yeah, I got some junk you, in the trunk now. You got man. hit in the butt yeah, lift? Yeah. yeah An uppercut in the butt right, lift? Right in the wow. cheek, dude. That's but, when your ass cheek flies right over your back yeah. and slaps you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know those. Like a hound dog. Yeah. No, I uh, I was fighting the, uh, this guy named uh, Big Nog Noguera. I oh, asked yeah, for the yeah. fight. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, and, yeah. And they they were like, "Hey, we can do it in Denver, in my hometown." I'm like, no. And I was at the time, you know, I was just ignorance is bliss. I was really cocky and just I was like, "No, I'll destroy this old man." Yeah. And I was like, "I want to go to his backyard and do it." They're like, oh, okay, we'll make that happen. So they make it happen. So wow. I'm in Brazil. And uh, I was like, I'm going to smoke this dude. I remember I landed an uppercut, and he's like wobbling. like, oh, it's just a matter of time. And then he's backing me up, and then he throws the right hand. Instead of zigging, I zagged when I should have zigged. Right. And it just hit me right right in the chin and against the cage. And you have nowhere to go. So the punch, yeah. you just absorb all the force. Yeah. That was rough. That was a rough one. Because then my whole family flew from America to Brazil. Uh. So we were staying there seven days after. Come on. So I'm just like sitting on the beach, black guy, half did, my pay. Did that black you out when he hit you there? Yeah. Was that another black? Yep. Yep. That was another loss. Yeah, that was a tough one. You know what's great about me? How I could do better than you in that regard? I have no chin. So oh, every yeah. punch Good luck would just be it. like a fill. Look at that. I got nothing. Just I got nothing. Like a, I got like a pelican wall. Yeah. And even if you did hit me there, I'd puke up like a sardine <laughs> right in your <laughs> eyes. So you, you, there's no upside. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to stand here like that. Like, hit him in the chin. I'm trying. He doesn't have a chin. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, there's, there's, I, you know, my memories now of the UFC are great, but uh, when I got done, I, I had a, the biggest chip on my shoulder, man. Oh, I, I, I was so upset. I was so mad. But that's what fueled me to build everything I've got now. But, man. Well, that's the competitor in you. That That's the competitor. Like, you, you, you never lose. Even if you go down and lose, you find a way to come back. Yep. But those those life lessons, especially in comedy, it's like you know sometimes yeah. comedy can be a little rough, a little mean, which I expected that because I came on, I came up a different way than you guys. You probably started an open mics and yeah. build it up, and then obviously I come on and I have somewhat of a fan base. I'm not like Kevin Hart, but I have a fan yeah, base yeah. where I can't go anywhere without somebody being like, "Oh, that's the UFC guy," which I hated. I hated, uh, hated when doing comedy. You mean hated it? Yeah. Hated it. Or when or when the host would bring me up and go, "You know him from the UFC?" I'm like, "Oh mm. man, this 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 isn't helping me." Dude. Yeah. So. And then when I was headlining, what was this, eight years ago, when I first started headlining, and I get to the venue and say, UFC's, Brent, you know, Brendan Yeah, Schott, they like, use oh. that I'm to like, bring them in. Man. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. You want to stand on your own. Yeah, yeah. I want Acknowledge me as a stand-up comedian, but it's probably, I mean, that probably took four or five years of headline before yeah. I was able to ditch that, shed that skin. And then I used to be, like, I'd say probably seven years ago, if you would have came on here and asked me fight questions, I wouldn't have answered them. Really? I would have politicianed my way around the answer wow. and not talk about fighting. Got so much resentment against it mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I understand that. And then now as I get older and mature, I have kids. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, that was a great time. That's such a good learning lesson. That's 
it made me who I am. Well, here's why I wanted to set the fighting thing up because I don't mind talking about fighting. That's not a, 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 a you know red flag anymore. I'm good, good. Yeah, you but can. but the reason I sort of led with that, led with that. See the terminology. I wanted to bring it full circle and ask you, with all that fighting experience, because you know fighters have a certain mindset. They're they're fighters. They're mm-hmm. competitive. They don't want to stay down. What did you bring to comedy from fighting? How, how did how did the fighting mentality influence you? Because, like you just said, you can go down in comedy in flames in two minutes. You could have a full house. You could have a theater of four thousand people, and you could just hit the mat. They're not buying it. No. So, what from fighting did you bring in to help you or or infuse into your comedy? I think the 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 thick skin of fighting and dealing. Because when I first started fighting, that was just when the like Twitter and social media was happening. So yeah. You're you're getting you're going to a fight and you're fighting these legends and obviously no one wants the new kid to win so I was getting all this animosity I was like oh, that's weird ah. so but I was like okay whatever and I, I would I would get through it and be able to deal with it mentally and ignore it and realize that's not real you know yeah. again it's teams it's team USA versus team whatever Croatia or team Brazil or yeah. team you know Bulgaria whoever you're fighting yeah. so I was able to view it a different way and like I said the peaks and valleys are are so drastic they're crazy so the 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 valleys are so low you're talking about real depression i you know wow. after a fight after a concussion i can have the lights on in the house i, I just stay in the dark you know wow. there's some opiate use you know I, I went down a dark dark road so i think wow being able to manage that it just gives you this kind of no fear thing where like yeah you know when i first started comedy like like tonight if i have to follow you okay yeah all good Good. Could be worse. Could get knocked out my underwear in Brazil. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like all good. Yeah. It's all good, man. You, you could get attacked by bald monkeys in the yeah, jungle, dude. you know. Yeah, Italian monkeys. I, yeah. I love that attitude because I'm the same way. I've always been like, like I, I've always had the mentality, as good as they are, I want to follow them. Yes. Like guys used to, a lot of comedians I know don't want to follow I used to purposely love to follow Correct. Tim Allen, Rodney Dangerfield, Andrew Dice Clay. I would yep. go up after these guys, and I'd love it because yep. it it was scary. I was vulnerable. I had to fight twice as hard. And it makes you focus. Yeah, you, man. You got to be on it because you know great. if you're following someone like you or you yeah. know, Rogan or Joey Diaz or yeah. Julia, like you got you better be on it. You're piece yeah. and two. So uh, that's similar with fighting. So yeah. if you go in the training room. And it'd be sparring day. And there's always one or two guys where you just, for whatever reason, they just have your number. They might not be in the UFC or ranked in the top 10, but they just give you fritz. And it's natural to go, "Mm, I'm good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with these guys because they're easier. Yeah. But I would always force myself, nope, you're going with that guy. I love that. You're going with that guy. So I, I in love comedy, that. it was always like, you know, are you sure you want to do this show? Oh, I'm like, who have to follow? Joey Diaz. I'm like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good for like, you. Are you serious? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I never asked, where am I at? Yeah. Or, Put me here on the lineup. I don't care. Good, huge no, props. Care. Yeah, I love that. There's there's guys at higher levels than me and you that I know still don't want to do that. Yes, and that's that's what fast. I had a feeling your answer would be the fighter in you. There, there's nothing that can kind of scare you. Yes, you know, and yeah. to hear that is beautiful. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Would you say one of the key elements to winning a fight is? Knowing a little bit about your opponent, having recon, understanding sure. what their toolbox 100%, is full of. 100%. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Well, yes, yeah, that. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm about to do something that could be the stupidest thing in my life, but 
You don't know much about me, right? As a fighter? No. Would not, you look at me and think I'm a crew? fighter? No. But just as a fighter in general? No. Would you think I have any skills? Mm, I know you played hockey, so you got that, you know, that Canada street vibe a little bit. Right. And your shirt, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to mess with that guy. So if I were to sincerely challenge you <laughs> to get into the ring with me yeah. for four rounds, me and you, I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of anybody. Okay. Would you step in with me? No. Why not? Wait. No. I no. A. I don't want to hurt you. I like you. B. Don't worry about me. We all need our. We. I, listen. I need all the brain cells I can muster these days. You know? <laughs> Wait a minute. I, don't worry about me. I'm planning on hurting you. Now, are you would you? Is it boxing or straight MMA? It's it's fucking fighting. Okay. It's punching. Are you in or out, bro? I don't want to. Four rounds. I don't want to hurt I, you. Don't worry about me. I can take it. And all, anything goes? Anything goes. Why would you sign up for that? Because you don't know what I got in my That's toolbox. True. That's true. You never know. Do I know. sense a little fear? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little scared, man. You in or out? I'm not joking. I'd rather do that than follow you at the store. How about that? Uh, can we do this? Sure, man. Four rounds? Four rounds. Me and you? Okay. Oh, nice. Dude, it nice. Is. Four rounds. Wait. <laughs> now, wait. Here's the caveat. Let me just make sure they both work okay. Here's the caveat. The loser has to answer a provocative question. Oh, I love that. So whoever gets their block knocked off has to answer, has to one, answer one of these question. questions. <laughs> okay. So wait, wait for the bell. Are you ready? I'm ready? Round one. Bing. <laughs> I oh. won, right? Oh, you caught yeah. me. I yeah, didn't yeah. even feel it. Yeah. Oh, damn. See, you don't have a chin. <laughs> I did not even feel I did not even see you it. Kept going, man. That's the fighter in you. <sighs> All right, round one. I got to answer the question. Right, I'll pick a random one. And, I, you, and you made these questions <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, but but I made them with with thinking like they could affect either of okay, us. I, I pulled no punches, pardon the pun. Okay, what's this one say? What's the biggest regret in your life? Wow, that's for me. Biggest regret in my life? I would probably say breaking a girl's heart. That's tough. You know, like someone you you signed up to love, you 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 fell into a relationship, you had all that magic. Your friends. Your friends. Yeah. And when you start with a girl, you never you never see, oh, we're four months in, I wanna hurt her, yeah. or I, I think I'll hurt her. I want you Things don't think happen. about that. Yeah. And so I think inadvertently or in whatever way, like hurting a girl, someone you love that's yeah. in your heart, yeah, and somehow through your actions or breaking up yep. or whatever, you, you hurt them. Yep. That's a good answer. <sighs> you can answer it too if you deep. want. I mean, I mean, biggest regret I have, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I never looked back too much on my past. I like that. It, you don't yeah, want to, right? No. You, it's the fighter in you. You keep going, but... It's the fighter. I guess the one thing, um, as far as regrets go, I, you know, it, it's it's a good product, and I appreciate the people that support it, but I remember, you know, 
and you'll know this doing comedy. When I, f- I was been, I was doing comedy maybe two years when I got first uh, my first major special. Oh yeah, yeah. So Showtime, Showtime asked me to do uh, a special. Yeah. I remember I called uh, Rogan, I called Callen, and I was asking Dilly and Theo, you know, my close friends. And I'm like, don't do it, don't do it, man. Everyone waits about ten years. There's a reason for that. Oh wow. And I had so I was like, oh, they're just haters. They, they, you know, they're mm. mad. They didn't, which wasn't the case. No, they that were trying wasn't to the protect case. me. Yeah. They're like no, no, no. There's no reason to just keep working. You're you're doing great. There's no yeah. reason to put this out right now. I was like, oh, they're just haters. No, no. And then I thought, you know, then you do it, and then and then I thought, oh, people would realize that I was the fastest ever to get a major network special two years in, which is insane. Yeah. And I thought people would realize that, you know, man, only two years in was able to do an hour, and this was yeah. You know, as for doing two years, pretty good. No, no, no. When you do that, you're entering the big leagues. Yeah. It, yeah. It's showtime. So you're there with. The, you know, the Sebastian had a special on Showtime, yeah. Eric Griffin, Birds on HBO. Like so, seasoned guys that have been doing yeah. it 20 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, they were just trying to protect me. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. I, I can honestly were. back that up. Yep. But the other side of it, Brendan, is how do you say no? Like, imagine That's if Joe Rogan two years in, or me, or anyone, they said, hey, we want to, you know, you're too new to not know that that it's probably the wrong move. You're like, oh, my God, this is... This will propel me. That you know, it, yeah. it, it's like any in anything. Like, and I, I always learn the hardest way. Yeah, like, and they know that with anything, it's like I, I have to learn the way I learn, and you I gotta learn taking the the toughest road. It's like if they said for your second fight, "Hey, we know you're new, kid, but we want to put you in against Chuck Liddell." Yep. Would you go no? Probably not. Yeah. Maybe you would, but no, I'd say I no. wouldn't. Yeah, I, I'd probably say no. Or at least, hopefully, the my management team would be like, "You're not ready for that." Right. You know? But but, everyone, but the as far as the business wise, everyone around me is like, yeah, this is great for you, right? But the yeah. real comics I respect so yeah. much and idolize, they're like, no, there's yeah. no upside. You're doing great. Just keep doing what you're doing. Doing your, yeah. your tours, keep doing that. There's no reason. There's no rush. You know what the upside of it is, though. Even though you maybe stepped on a little landmine, you yeah. learned a lot from it. But the upside is, you came out the other side, and you know that those guys are your buddies. Correct. They, they're your friends. Yep. They weren't doing it out of jealousy or spite. Hundred percent. They they were they were looking out yep. for you. Yep. So that's got to be a good yeah. feeling. Yep. And you learn from it. So yep. when you do your next special, it's like you went from this level. It's all stepping yep. stones. Agree. And. and, and you know, people who would throw stones go, hey, what would you do? You yeah, know? exactly. So, you yep. ready for round two, Let's bud? Let's do it. I got to get my game up. What's the name of your guy? Mine's the Blue Blockhead this or something. Red Rocket. Wow. Okay, uh, ready? Yeah. Ding, ding. I want to taste the pain. I think I'm seeing all gray. Two bullets in the gun. One shot to the head. I need a blank space. everything is a threat. But I never back yeah. down. Man, I'd rather be dead. Oh, I got oh. him. I got him. Good You're gonna need oh. to be tested. <laughs> yeah, tested for roids? Yeah, dude. Whoa, Look bro. how much bigger he is. The red rocket looks a little jacked up if you ask. Oh, this me. is interesting. What's the meanest thing you've ever done to an animal? Yeah. I'm a big animal guy. My mom's like super involved in PETA. Yeah. Um, the mean I've I've always had such a soft spot for animals, so I'm not too mean. Sometimes like I'm really into fish, super into fish. Yeah. I have like four tanks. Oh wow! Yeah, and some, awesome. Yeah, and sometimes Ooh. the the die, but it's out of my control. So okay. the meanest thing would be, I I cover all my bases. I change the water. I filter out all the rocks and make sure there's no disease in. And yeah. sometimes it's just th- something you can't control. Like I have a, a guy now who helps me, a fish expert. Yeah. 
I come to the house maybe once every two weeks. Yeah. And uh, some of my fish die, and I, I was like, oh, my God, my son's crying. Every time a fish dies, he draws a picture and puts it on his wall. Oh, his God. wall looks like freaking Schindler's List. It's not good. It's not good. Wow. Dude. Yeah, fish. Yeah, these are, yeah, it's not good, dude. Schindler's fish. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be the name of my next special. Schindler's fish. Schindler's fish. <laughs> and record it in your son's room. Yeah. In black and white. He's hiding under the blanket. <laughs> terrified. Shaking. When does the funny stop, Daddy? <laughs> and you're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I told him, I said, hey, can you stop drawing those, buddy? That hurts Daddy's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what's the meanest thing you did? You didn't kill the on, fish. On or that, you feel guilty. I feel guilty when they do get sick and, and die. Oh, God. You gotta flush them down the toilet. It's a bummer, man. Yeah. But no, I've never done anything mean to an animal. Never. I'm you, might, you, you made me think of a cruel fish story. You might hate me after this. You, fish are f- friends, not food. Fish. This was a fish story. What would you do? So when I was a, I was a kid, sure. this is when I was a kid. I was like, like a 12 years old. We grew up on a lake. And we used to fish. It was a lake full of trout. Beautiful trout and some, some bass. And then somehow, some year, some guy dumped some extra fish from his minnow pail, and he dumped in these things called yellow perch. And they never get much bigger than this in the small lake we were in. And so they're sort of like an invasive species, and they started just taking over. Like every time you went fishing, a school of them would surround your bait, like like 40, yeah. 20 at a time. And so we were just pulling them out all night. We'd, we'd go fishing and pull out 50, 60 perch in a night, and we were kids, and so we thought we were doing the world a favor, killing them. And one one year, somehow we got our hands on a pack of firecrackers, and we would stick the firecrackers in their mouth and light it and just boom. Yeah. I mean, now, that's, that's, that's kid, kid stuff, stuff but that's still, stuff. it's haunted me. Like, yeah. it was so... But as a kid, yeah, I, I'm with you. Now, if you were yeah. like, yeah, I would beat them to death. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. very Jeffrey Dahmer of you. Yeah, if but, I did it now, I deserve to be up on your son's bedroom wall. Yeah, yeah. just a picture of you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's round two. You ready for round three? Let's do it. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's not you, bad. Pretty competitive. You stepped into the ring with yeah. me, buddy. Yeah, you didn't you, want to, no, but I you did. All right, ready? Yep. Ding. The blue hemorrhoid or whatever I am. (laughs) What do you got this time? What's the worst thing you ever said to your dad or mom? Oh, damn, bro. Again, I was a good kid, but I'd say it's more recently, like within the past three years, whenever, like, me and my dad are very similar. So my family likes to argue. Like, my brother, my dad, and I should have been lawyers. Like, we like to argue. So when you put us together, if we don't see yeah. each other for a while, it's like this feeling out here, like two Siamese fish, where they're, they're, oh, they're going to wow. fight, and then, yeah. they, then they love. So, Are like, you Italian? No. What, what's your heritage? Germ- well, my mom born and raised in England, so I'm half English. Okay. And then my dad's German, splash of Italian. Okay, okay. So pretty Star- fiery. If you had Starbucks, just a splash. Just a splash. Yeah, 15%. Just a little. Just a yeah. little. <laughs> um... So me and my dad argue over certain things politically. Like you can't bring up like COVID or you can't bring oh, up yeah. certain politics around us because okay. we we'll argue. Okay. And then we're talking about the Ukraine Russian war, mm-hmm. and we're going. And he's you know he's getting pretty, 
pretty it's getting pretty heavy and we're driving and uh my stepmom's in the car and my wife's in the car and um and he said something i just said oh how in the hell would you know and then i remember i was like oh why would you say that to your dad and he goes oh i don't know i did serve in the uh navy for four years work on russian intelligence dumbass i was like <laughs> didn't talk for the rest of the wow. car ride <laughs> yeah at least he didn't say, I'm going to pull over and you're going to walk home and you're not getting any dessert, you little brat. Yeah, I mean, that 38, been. but yeah, sure. Yeah. Still, it's my car. Maybe you should And I just, paid for dinner. but I You should have just reached around from the back seat and done that airline choke hold and choked him out. You're talking about the spirit airline choke? Yeah, like yeah. just give it to him, like, daddy. Oh, really? They teach need... you this in the Navy? Yeah. Right, and yeah. he couldn't answer because he's like, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that, usually nothing too bad. Okay. Yeah, I think I, the only thing I can remember when I was a kid, my dad spanked me. Like, you ever get the pull down the yeah. pants, whack the bare bottom yeah. slap? And I remember my dad just walking out of my room, and I just went, I hate you, Daddy. Like, I mean, that's, just, again, that's kid stuff. It's kid stuff, but it's for some reason, I, it was the only, I only said it once. But, but you remember I, it. I remember I said hate, and I just remember him kind of doing kind of like a, a backwards look like that. And even as a kid, I went, fuck, that, that was yeah, too powerful. Cool. That was yeah, too strong. Like, yeah. I, I roasted dad way I, too hard. Yeah, I can't yeah. hate my daddy. No. He's but my it, I'm daddy. Sure, I'm sure at what, whatever age he was as a grown man, he knows. He's like, okay. So he knew. He, he, yeah, he he's like, okay, that's. A, I don't think he was like, oh, man, I messed this up. Yeah. He hates me now. Yeah, he didn't, like, spike my drink with antifreeze that yeah, night or no, anything. He no, didn't no. pour antifreeze yeah. in my milk. He still got presents on Christmas. <sighs> All right, well, that's two rounds to one. If I win this one, it's I win. Over. I know. But I if we tie, we have to do a final we round. We have to. So. Like something, something's wrong with my guy. I, oh, oh, is that the excuse? <laughs> the arthritis kicking is in there, Red Rocket or whatever your name is? All right, ready? Yeah. Having a seizure, really? Oh, dude! Your guy gets power, man. Dude, your guy what gets power. What the hell? The blue man, bongo drum. One. Yeah. What's one of the best or worst lies you've ever told? Oh, here we go. Oh, my first year in college, we had. Uh, I was taking this business class. We had this big uh, paper due. And a friend of mine was like, oh, and this was early days of the internet. And he's like, you know, there's this thing called essayworld.com where you type in yeah. and someone write, has an essay on that topic or that book. And it was some big book. And I waited the last second. And he was like, I I've used it before. It works. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. So I paid for this essay off essayworld.com. <laughs> I handed it in. I mean, clearly not my vocabulary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was really But It wasn't even the right topic, probably. No. Either. It was like yeah. Shakespeare, and you're doing a thing yeah. on biology. It was on the yeah. Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember I handed it in. Oh, wow. And then uh, the next day, um, I get an email from the professor, Mr. Decker. He's like, hey, can you come in? I'm like, yeah, no doubt. And then I walk in, and I was like, I wonder if he's going to bring it up. And so I go, hey, listen, I'm sure you're going to talk about the essay. And, you know, I want you to know my brother helped me because it's Pretty damn good, am I right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's good. It's definitely good. And he goes, uh, what's this? And he holds up my paper. I go, that's, that's the paper I wrote that you're supposed to grade, and there's no grades on it. And then he goes, cool, cool. And then what's this? And it's the exact thing off. It said essayworld.com at the oh, top. I was like, dude. oh, man. I was like, that, that's the same paper on essayworld.com. He's like, right. He's like, I'm going to fail you. I'm going to fail you, but we're not going to kick you out of school. 
you should have just kept the lie going and say, no, no, I work for SAWorld.com. I wrote that and sold it to them. Like, I cited them as a source, yeah. even though I paid for it. Be cool, man. <laughs> Be cool, <laughs> man. No, he failed me. I felt so stupid. Oh, and then the damn. class, I remember, never forget this, the class was going to see some movie. It was like Minions or Despicable Me. Like, it was like a fun day class. Yeah. And I was like, can I still go to the movie? <laughs> no. He's like, No. No. <laughs> no. Go sit in the corner, you little yeah. liar. Like, no. Dirty He's liar. Like, you think you deserve to go to the yeah. movies with yeah. us, you traitor? You can't spread your liar <laughs> dust on the other children. Yeah. Get out so, of here. That was probably the worst. I felt awful, too. I think one of the best lies I ever told, I think actually saved my life. I was, I was backpacking through Australia, and I was walking through these little lumber towns in the middle of We're nowhere. We're Australia? Like, you're talking like you're in the outback? No, I'm I'm on the uh, I'm on the, the coast? west coast, south of like of of Sydney, between Melbourne and Sydney, okay. where it's sort of like a lot of parkland. Yeah. I was walking through a national Beautiful. park, yeah. and I was, I'd walked for about nine miles, and I was like thirsty, so I didn't take any water, and I came to this little logging town. They had no water, no water. I, back then, I didn't think, think about it. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I was like in my like. Uh, I was like 21, and okay. I thought, oh, just walking's good exercise. <laughs> yeah. You don't need water in Australia, do yeah. you? So I end up in this little logging town. They had one diner. I'm sitting there. I drink about 80 Pepsis. I have some scrambled eggs. I'm leaving. I'm paying my check, and this, this, this guy kind of tattoos and shit, you know. Hey, mate, how you doing? I go, not bad. He goes, ah, you from around here? And I go, no. He goes, hey, you want to come fishing? And I knew there was a river right down behind the... And I love fishing. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go fishing. He's, yeah, come on down the hill. Me and my mates have a boat, you know. And I'm like, okay, seemed like a nice guy. Start walking down this hill towards the river. All of a sudden, there's another guy standing in the bushes. And I go, okay. And he goes, so what do you do, mate? And I just instinctly, I knew there was trouble. Yeah. Like I knew this guy. Suddenly, I realized, oh, my God, I, I walked into a trap. And I said, oh, I'm from Canada. I'm a cop. And it threw him a little. Like, They're probably like, ooh. And I had long hair, and I said, yeah, I'm an undercover cop. And so just for a second, he goes, I'll be honest. I'm a jailbird. I escaped from jail. I don't want any trouble. And so he, like, sort of fessed up to me. Yeah. And now I'm like, holy. And now there's a guy in front of me, a guy behind me. I get down to the bottom of the hill. There's three other guys Jeez. waiting. There's no fishing boat. There's nothing. And the guy goes, I should beat the shit out of you just for being a cop. And I just, you know, I was, you know, a bit of an actor, and yeah. I, I just kind of did my best Clint Eastwood, and I went, "You don't want to do that." <laughs> and I just said, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna leave." And I, just, and and it, it was just enough to frazzle them and kind of short circuit. Were them they like, maybe we shouldn't do this, right? And I just, I just calmly walked <sighs> away, and I think if I'd stayed there like five more minutes, I wouldn't it be was, surprised if they murdered uh, me. Yeah, agree, because because I was, I was from in the. I middle. wonder why they wanted to do it. Well, I think because the guy, he said he escaped from jail, and I think they're looking for money. He asked me, he goes, do you have any money? They're going to rob you. Yeah, and I said, I don't, I don't have anything for you. And he goes, I should beat the shit out of you for me. Ah. And, I said, and I said, you don't want to do that. And I just walked. Yeah, it was, it was a total setup, and there was no one around. That's, it a, was fair down. Lie. that's, a, that's a good lie. That, that lie probably saved my sweet my hickory ass. Who knows what they would have done to you down under. Now I'm regretting it. That actually yeah. sounds yeah. really good, actually. Yeah. Put another shrimp on the bar, yeah. my man. It's always good when they go down under. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, too, because, like, again, going back to the fighter mentality, what do, you, what do you say, not just in comedy, 
but in life. Because life is tough. Life can, like you said, after your your UFC experience, you, you kind of went down a rabbit hole. What would you say to people in general, the guy that got fired, the, the, the girl that can't get a boyfriend, someone who can't make their rent, they don't have any direction? What, what does someone with a fighter's mentality kind of say to someone out there that might be looking for inspiration or words of wisdom? Uh, find a rich girlfriend. No. Um, probably just don't stop. Like, do don't mean? stop. Like, you got to be like a shark. You know, shark, sharks never stop swimming. They stop swimming, they die. Yeah. It's like, I'm, like you almost got to be like a, a racehorse with those blinders on. So yeah. you can have all this outside nose, but you just got you just got to keep going, man. Like, don't yeah. stop. Like, one foot in front of the other. Like, I never stopped. Never stopped. Yeah. Never stopped. And some days are tougher than others, man. You know, some days are really tough. Just always you just gotta keep, keep going. going. Keep going. Keep going. You know, you you inspired me because I was thinking about our interview, and, and I got really excited because I, I like the fighter and the mentality, and, and I realized you, as I was laying in bed at night, you inspired me to write a poem. Oh yeah, about about kind of the question, and if you'll indulge me, I'd like to read it. Oh, it's sort of, it. it's sort of. Um, Hopefully, those guys down under are incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a little thing that you sort of inspired me to write, knowing you were coming on the show. Love it. So here we go. See if you like it or not. The world can beat you down like a lost, abused old dog. Sometimes makes you wonder if there's even a god. Alone, feeling broken, your head in the fog. How did each day become such a sad, lonely slog? All out of money and all out of friends, you forget how it started and you pray that it ends. How did your life go around so many bends? You act like you're fine, but it's only pretend. You're down on the mat, all out of breath. The only comfort now is the cold hand of death. You want it to stop, to all disappear. Everything you dreamed of was so very near. So you lay there, defeated, ready to concede. You gave it your all, no blood left to bleed. But then, deep inside, the faintest light glimmers. Refusing to lose, you want to stand tall with the winners. And through all the pain, you rise up in life's mist. Sweat from your pores, blood on your lips. Something inside you says you have to go on. Fight until the end, until everything's gone. Your eyes in the shadows glow menacing with desire to keep battling on, your soul filled with fire. The fighter within you refusing to quit. Now nothing left to lose. You don't give a shit. You step back in the ring and glide into the light. You're a warrior, a survivor, ready to fight. And no matter what confronts you, you still swing away hammering back at the world that sent you astray. You're a fighter, you're a champ, round after round. Nothing and no one can ever keep you down. A hurricane of power, muscle and speed. No more being denied, time to take what you need. Fueled by determination, focus and dreams. Deep in your pupils, victory rage screams. You punch through the darkness, your world getting brighter. There's no giving up ever. You're a motherfucking fighter. Jeez, man. I wish I could have turned that into my teacher. <laughs> You're a good writer, huh? 
You inspired that in oh, me. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful, brother. I appreciate it, man. Can I, no. can I take that? You can have that. Yeah. yeah. I really, you. you know, I really, I know that your comedy is your main focus now, but somehow I felt like there was a real symbiotic. 100%. You know, kind yeah. of energy between them, and I really wanted to explore that with you, and I thank you for opening no, up and sharing great, about man. it. You had a great pod. Yeah, this is great, man. You're, you've always been a... Uh, I mean, you're clearly a, a smart guy. Like, we had to just knock this out. You've just always been, uh, like, in school. Did you accelerate in school? You know what, Brandon? When I, when all the other kids were partying and stuff like that, I would go home and sit in my room and, and write stuff like that. Wow. Like, I would think about life and the world, and yeah. I, I wasn't out drinking, and, and I, I was sort of not antisocial, but I was a bit of an introvert, and yeah. so I would... I almost got to the point where I had to stop writing it because it was I, it would get so heady. I'd, yeah. I'd overthink and I'd write things down. Yep. But but when something now comes along that inspires me and moves me, it, it makes it me want to. Yeah, that's so great. Thank, thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. That's a great gift, man. I'll yeah, of course. Thank Thanks, you. brother. And um, you mentioned Joe Rogan at the top of the thing, uh-huh. you know. And you know what? I, I want to kind of give a little shout out to Joe Rogan. You know, he walks around, he's on his podcast, he's, you know, doing his back kicks, Mr. Tough Guy taking baths in the ice water. You know what, Rogan, party boy, I'm calling you out, okay? <laughs> get some. I mean, Brandon, I'm calling you out, Joe Rogan. Anytime you want to step into the ring, yeah. I'm ready to rock and roll. Hopefully he does better than me. Yeah. 3-1, man, it's embarrassing. I mean, Brandon, I'm coming for you, Rogan. Now you can see why uh-huh. I stopped fighting. and i'm gonna start yes before we go buddy we do this one thing we do with all our guests it's a lot of fun it's called um let me pull it out here words from a wooden shoe this is an authentic clog dutch clog brendan and what we do there's a bunch of words inside you don't look you reach inside pull out a word read it and see if it inspires a story or a memory and that's kind of how we close out the show so creative podcast well you know we try so grab grab a reach in talk about all the stuff i do what about all the stuff you do man? this is about you wild thing this is about you what's your what's your word from a wooden shoe (laughs) what's it say oh here we go what's it say (laughs) famous sex famous sex oh wow this might not be the fight you want to have right now. Did I lose another round in that yeah. game? <laughs> that just means like, like uh, uh, wrestling in the sack with somebody famous? Yeah, have you ever uh, power greased uh, somebody, uh, you know, a famous person? Uh, well, a I flash can, joke I can, in real life? I can tell by your face it looks like there's been a few. Are we no comment? No comment. The fighter's taking a pass on this round. Hard pass. Yeah, yeah. Hard pass. You? (laughs) I'm red. Wow. Uh, So the answer is yes, but we're not going to say any names, right? Yeah. So let me let me go down this rabbit hole. Can we can we talk about the scenario without mentioning the name on one of the? One or the only one of the... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the time we I, I moved here, yeah. she was just starting into acting, and it was like one of the first friends I ever made, and now she's very famous. Okay. Yeah, she was great, though. She's cool. 
never, this is yeah. the one fight you never prepared for, <laughs> no, wasn't it? Not ready for this. We wow. didn't learn this in, wow. uh, in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, my answer is it was the same girl. <laughs> I didn't tell you it was. I know, but I know. I know. Yeah, I know. She came here, got famous in one, L.A.? One, one word. <laughs> Great blowhole. <laughs> All right. Really good down under. <laughs> All right, Brendan. Before we go, buddy, please let everyone know about your various podcasts, your upcoming stand-up gigs, everything going on. Well, uh, um, let me think. Yeah, Shows-wise, I have Thick Boy Studios, just Thick Boy on YouTube. I have all my uh, Cowbass Fight Companion, Food Truck Diaries, and then the shop shows on there that I do Find the Kid with Brian Callen, oh, yeah. which you came on, which oh, is so fun. Dude, and then the Golden fun. Hour with Chris D'Elia and Eric Griffin. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's like a like a whole collection of podcasts. It's a lot. I'm exhausted. That's why yeah. I like doing these because I, I, I yeah. can just be the co-pilot and enjoy my time. And thanks for coming up, man. Yeah. I know how busy you are. And as far as uh, yeah, stand up, stand up wise, I'm in. By the time this comes out, I'm in Brea on um, uh, March fourth. It's a Friday. Brea two shows one night. I'm sorry, that's March third. Brea's March uh, Brea Improv is March third. Two shows one night. Yeah. And then after that, I'm in Oklahoma City. Then Tacoma in March. Tickets Great. at thickboy.com. Thick boy. And any other like uh, projects you're working on, a special or books or anything else we should not, tell the fans? No, nope, not right now, brother. Okay. That's it, man. You got you got your hands I full, guy. Buddy. You're the best, bro. Let's hit Thank the you for theme the poem, music. man. Oh, the poem. You so inspired good. it. Thank oh, man, you. Thank it. you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Brendan Schwab, give him a hand. Well, you can't because you don't have hands. This podcast goes out to people with no hands. I didn't tell you that. No hands into the, all the Australians out there. Yeah. What do you think those boys are doing right now? I don't know, man. I Like, if they didn't get me, like, who did they get? A few. You might have to teach me the old uh, chokehold so that if I'm ever by an Australian riverbed again with some jailbirds, <laughs> I know what to do. Yeah, all right. Folks, that's it. The Harland Highway. Until next time, chicken chow mein. And uh, we'll see you on the dark side of the moon, Pink Floyd. Awesome. Thank fun, you, buddy. Yeah, Thank so much you fun. so much. That was excellent. That was great. That's such a good time.